right, well, welcome to the Shadron Berean Church Podcast. I'm Pastor Justin. Thanks for tuning in. I have a devotional for us today on grace versus law. We might call it, um, if we wanted to, the obedience of grace. Grace with uh, obedience springing forth through it. In this Sunday sermon, we talked a lot about the great debate, the greatest debate there is between law and grace. And if you'd like to uh, get a, get your hands on a short and little helpful uh, scholarly book on this subject, I would recommend Alva J. McLean's book called Law and Grace. It's an excellent read. I've read it two to three times. Um, it's an awesome, fantastic, short little book that you'd like. But uh, one of the temptations for us, I think, as Christians is to think that God saves us by grace through faith in Christ. But then we think we're going to now live the Christian life by our own effort or our own works, right? We're, uh, we're going we're gonna to do this in our own strength or this, and this is popular too, we're afraid that grace is going to lead to license. Well, if God saves us by grace, well, we can't just live by grace because otherwise everyone's just going to start sinning more. Well, um, so we'd better err on the side of legalism is the assumption, but uh, not so fast, because in the letter to Romans, but today we're going to highlight Galatians, and uh, in both of them, Paul makes it clear we are saved by grace through faith in Christ, and we're also going to be sanctified. We're going to live and serve God by grace through faith in Christ, too, and we kind of looked at that in Galatians chapter 2, verses 15 through 21. And the reason for this is because is is because apart from Christ, we can do nothing. I mean, we can't save ourselves, and we can't live the Christian life in our own strength. We can do no thing apart from Christ. We're like a dead branch disconnected from the vine if we're not depending on Him for the Christian life and service. And so, uh, one of my favorite illustrations to show you um, just how grace works and why grace actually produces true obedience is that uh, classic uh, illustration, if, if you've been hanging around this church the past few years, I've shared this a few times, but it's, it's, it's the illustration of the country dog versus the city dog. And the country dog versus the city dog will show us how grace will outperform law and legalism every time. Because a city dog, think about a city dog, he lives under law. I mean, he's got restrictions, he's got boundaries, he has a leash, a collar, a chain, a fence to keep him from getting getting loose and running free. And so we could say his obedience is forced upon him, right? He sits behind bars, and it's just no, 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 he's told. You can't do this, you can't go there, you can't do that. And so what's the first thing that this city dog wants to do when you let him off of his leash and you open that gate, man? He... That dog wants to book it. He wants to run free because he's tired of being behind bars. He's tired of being connected to the tree or whatever it is, right? Tethered to it. Uh, that's the same thing with the law. I mean, Paul will explain in depth in, in Romans chapter 7 how law actually produces rebellion. So if you live under legalism, it's actually going to produce license. I mean, it's like me and so many of my friends I grew up with. We grew up, we didn't know the gospel in the Catholic school I went to. They didn't preach the gospel. They didn't have grace. And so we lived under law thinking we could be good enough to get to heaven through our works and merits and doing the sacraments and things. We thought you earned grace through those sacraments. 
And so you live under that sort of legalism. You never understand who you are in Christ and all the heavenly blessings you have in Christ. And and, and a lot of us, <laughs> we just gave up, man, and we went the other way. We, we It would look like such a dramatic swing from legalism. Clear over there into license was really just going from legalism to license, and they're both over there in the uh, the realm of the flesh. I mean, uh, it's not legalism versus license and the spirit in between. It's flesh versus spirit. And legalism and license are just two expressions of living life in the flesh and the self-effort and the performance-based mindset. And that's basically all it can produce. Um, so law produces rebellion. The power of sin is the law, Paul said. It's like a supercharger for sin. I had one professor who said it makes sin sinnier. <laughs> but uh, by the way, the problem is not in the law, it's actually in us. We have a, a law of sin at work in the members of our body, Paul says, called the sin nature, and it's triggered by the law. Um, the country dog now, on the other hand, think about this, he lives under grace. Uh, the country dog doesn't have all the restrictions, typically, that a city dog has. When I lived in the country at our family farm, our dog never had a leash or a chain or a fence. I mean, he didn't even, she didn't even have a collar. I can't remember our, do our dogs ever having any of these things. Not even a, a name tag with a collar, hardly. And So a country dog has all the freedom in the world to run around and explore and have a good old time, but where often do you find the country dog most of the time? Where do you find the country dog most of the time? You find him right at home, sitting peacefully on the porch, uh, looking down the road, waiting for the master to come home. And that's kind of what how grace works on us. Grace has a similar effect on us. It produces this, this overflowing obedience that the master desires. We, just, we look for our master to come home, and we obey him until then. And this is why uh, we want to be actuated by grace. Uh, we want to be motivated by grace. We, we want to live and serve Christ from our position in, in him, knowing that we have been accepted, knowing that we are his. He he is our master. We are his children. You know, we're not living or serving for acceptance, but from the fact that we have been accepted. No true Christian work for the Lord is ever going to be done in our own strength. It's not in our strength. It's not by it's not by man's might, it's not by man's power, but by God's spirit, says the Lord in Zechariah four six. Um, since Eden, since the Garden of Eden, Satan's been trying to get man to do exactly this, to operate independently of God. But we weren't designed to operate apart from Him. We were made to operate from grace, not for grace. Grace cannot be earned. And uh, we can't serve God apart from His grace. And so, um, if you were to get online, you could find this this chart. But, um... I would recommend you get online, find this chart, and compare and contrast what the Bible says about the difference between law and grace. I think by the, by the end of this chart, you'll see that, that there is no reason why anyone should ever even want to tiptoe over into law or legalism because it just has a deadly effect on us spiritually. Grace, however, is going to bring life and peace and true spiritual fruit for God. 
Um, so like this, under in Romans 5, 20 through 21, in grace, under grace, grace abounds all the more. Under law, it says sin increases. Romans 6, 14, sin is no longer your master. Under law, sin is your master. Sin actually becomes your master. Romans 7, 4 through 5 says, under grace, we bear fruit for God. Under law, we bear fruit for death. Romans 7, 8, under grace, sin is dead. It's, grace kills a sin. Law, on the other, other hand, it says sin is produced. Sin is produced. Romans 7, 9 through 11. Under grace, I am alive. Under law, sin is alive and I am actually dead. Um, Romans 6, 18. Grace says I am freed from sin. Romans 8, 6. Under grace, I have life and peace. Under law, my mind is on the flesh and it results in death. I mean, what would you rather have, life and peace or, or death? And no peace because you're living under performance-based mindset. Um, 2 Corinthians 3, 6. Uh, under grace, it, it's, it's life-giving. It has glory. But the law, it says in this case, has no glory. It actually kills. Um, Galatians 2, 16. Under grace, here's the big one. Man is justified, and under law, no flesh will be justified. So go ahead and, and look up these verses for yourself. And... Uh, Until next time, uh, I'll be in His grace with you.